Welcome to the Teacher Zone with Chris and Tyler. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing good, Tyler. How are you today? I have a giant frog in my throat, but I'm going to do this anyways. I think it, it gives you some character. You have a little, <laughs> little rasp in your voice. And maybe I'll not be so loud and calm down. <laughs> maybe. No, I, 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 we want your energy. It's all good. Well, hey, uh, we just want to say uh, hello to our audience and um, all of those teachers and school owners and uh, sometimes just people business owners in general that do listen to us. Uh, We're glad you're here. And um, today we are going to be talking about something. um, Well, first of all, why don't you tell them what the topic is and then the subtopic I'll get into. Yeah, yeah. So today's topic is near and dear to our hearts. It's about having a safe and secure environment in our schools and in our lessons. And this is a topic that's super uh, near and dear to Tyler and my's hearts. It's something that we focus on greatly at our music school, Los Rios Rock School, and, and it's something uh, we're going to tell you. Number one, we're going to start with a story that Tyler is going to tell in a minute that you know was the worst day in Los Rios Rock School history. So we're going to tell that story. And then afterwards, we're going to brighten it up a little bit and talk about all of the solutions that we have in our school to make it a more secure and safe environment to ensure that you know the students um, not only have a great experience but also are safe right and so uh go ahead and uh hold on to your seats um what we're about to tell you is uh the darkest day in the history of our rock school here in san juan capistrano and um it's gonna get real here and uh we did a lot of talking about um we knew we had to do something because we're now advocates for this and because we are uh, professionals we are thought leaders in, in in what this topic is about um, but it's still so hard that um, doing a podcast about it is uh, something we had to just prepare for. So here it is today. So the worst day in Los Rios Rock School history <clears throat> was uh, in September of 2016. And uh, Chris Bates, my partner here, and I and our program director, Spencer, um, it came to our attention that one of our live scanned drug tested, laterally hired from the public school district here in Southern California, clean as a whistle, unbelievably talented instructor and band director was sending horribly uh, inappropriate text messages to a minor for the past, you know, two and a half years um, since that minor was about 15 years old. And it was even more, it was a, it, um, just to clarify uh, because we're going to talk about communication later. There was multiple forms of communication. Right. So it came to our attention. The The young student was brave enough through the help of another student. Our students are like family. They are all, because of our performance program, they rehearse together a lot. They're, 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 they hang out together a lot. We have about 200 kids at the school. So one of the student's friends caught wind that something seemed to be off. And then gave them the strength and courage to come forward. Then Chris and I were notified by our uh, highest program director. And uh, we uh, read the screenshots of the text messages, got on the phone with the parents, uh, who I know very, very well and had known for years. Um, Our students stay sometimes five to seven years or longer. They even become teachers eventually sometimes. Um, And we got him in the loop. And uh, immediately the next morning, um, 
because of the severity. We acted quickly and decisively, and um, we texted this particular instructor that we were having an emergency meeting that morning, uh, which we, you know, the school's not open till two usually, and uh, he was a little caught off guard. He's like, emergency meeting? And still came in. Uh, We had all of his belongings packed by the door. We proceeded to tell him, uh, we, we fired him at will. In California, you do not have to tell anybody why you fired them. Um, and because he is an employee, not a contractor. We have only employees. And uh, we walked him out to his car. I proceeded to tell him to, uh, um, you, you have no support here anymore. You are not allowed to come here anymore. And you've got to go. And then we proceeded to immediately head to the uh, deputy sheriffs of Orange County, California, uh, we even brought our attorney uh, just in case, and uh, the four of us went down and filed the report. And uh, then they proceeded to open an investigation uh, with the uh, Special Crimes Victim Unit in Orange County, California. And for the next few months, about 11 months, um, they, they do this long, drawn-out investigation to make sure that there's something there or not. And we weren't privy to everything, but we were the ones to open the investigation with the sheriff's department. And then they interviewed the, um, we don't want to call them victims because they are not convicted of a crime yet, but the, the students in question. And we then eventually found out there was more than one. There was two students. And these were communications via text message, Snapchat, direct messages on Instagram, all the stuff that the public doesn't see. And they were late night. And uh, we also found out later that the instructor was going to their house to offer them free guitar lessons and events would unfold there that we found out later that were much, much more extreme than just the inappropriate text messages. But we didn't find that out until later. And then fast forward to August 25th ish, um, 2017, which is just this last summer. Uh, Chris and I were up at Sunset Sound recording the kids. Uh, they were re-recording uh, Van Halen and finishing that project up with Warren Heward up there having a blast. And boom, I get a call from the city manager of San Juan Capistrano, who I know very well. And uh, he proceeded to let me know that the press release from the Orange County Sheriff's Department was about to hit and that they had arrested him um, the day before. And so it was intense. And so we had to act swiftly and decisively again. And at that point, uh, we, have, um, a- we have access to a- an unbelievable crisis management um, corporate uh, attorney who um, is very, very supportive of our school and because of what we do. And we put together our statement. And um, you, you guys can find it online if you just type in Los Rios Rock School teacher arrested or whatever feel free you can read about it and you'll see our statement and uh and we handled it now this is literally the biggest nightmare i've ever never wanted to see but always had been preparing for like i said he clean drug test clean live scan from a public school uh bachelor's degree in music from a certain college we're not going to name for now and uh um uh, high energy um, there, he was there for five years. He was my employee number zero one. Once I found, grew my business enough, uh, our business enough to get a first teacher. Um, and then all of a sudden the, this, this thing that 
it was the, I always said it was going to either be some stupid mistake with the IRS or something like this that would take our school down. Even when I was in my home, I was having so much fun with the 20 kids I first had, I didn't want it to stop. So I had a camera at home. I live scanned myself because the first 18 months I had an in-home license in my neighborhood. You're allowed to do that. And I grew Los Rios Rock School there. And while Chris and I were in a band together still, and he was at his software company uh, back then, it was 2010. And, uh, and we carried those systems and those, uh, those devices that you need to make sure that parents know that you're a safe person. And uh, so we carried those on. And now with the 200 students, we've been doing that the whole time. Then we put systems in place before this even happened and created attendance tracking and secure chat and all sorts of stuff. And we were always trying to grow the security for our kids to put them first. And then ironically. Yeah. So this this is a super, you know, as as you guys uh, obviously can tell, it's a super emotional issue for us. And it's something that, you know, our whole community was heartbroken we're talking about a very beloved uh, person, which is generally how it goes down. And uh, the rest of the podcast, what we want to talk about is some of the things that we put in place before this incident and, and also, uh, you know, that we continue to try and get better. Right. At. And then we're going to tell you we're still here. This is now coming into uh, the end of the year. We're going to be in 2018 before you know it. And um, th- uh, we're not this is not something I want to brag about. This is not a pat on the back. We are still growing as a school after the fact. NBC, CNBC, all the reporters were calling me. I was on the phone for two days with reporters, newspapers, Orange County, L.A. Times, everything. And for two days, everyone was about to know his picture was posted all across Southern California. If you have any more information about this or if something happened to you, call us. I mean, it was intense enough to take any organization down so and we're still here and growing yeah and the thing that that i think we'll finish this dark story and then we'll get into some bright ideas um is there is a light at the end of the tunnel (laughs) is that we uh the fact that we have always been our whole culture is based on transparency and the fact that we made decisive abrupt choices in this circumstance and we don't need to go into all the things we did. Uh, we want to move on. But just know that when faced with a crisis, even though just talking about it now makes our hearts drop through our feet, um, we still... Um, we know, have our values and standards in place, period. To, and there's not a the million right of them. There's yeah. like, I don't know, I count them on one hand. Truth and honesty and 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 making sure that the kids... Uh, I, I, I didn't know what was going to happen. I went to the sheriff's department because it was the only decision we could make and i and you know what we hear about schools even public schools trying to tell the child hey this is not as big of a deal as you think and then sure enough half the staff gets fired and the news is all over them for not acting and like horror stories so we knew we had to get the authorities involved this was above us now and yeah and and ultimately the last thing i'll say on on this um is that it's very, very important that you also tell your community. So our parents and and our students um, were aware just that there was an incident and that we're here to keep them safe. So, <clears throat> well, that was that was the darkest day. But if we if we look at today, I feel like um, you know we have uh, 
all of the things that we were sort of monomaniacal about, Tyler, with regard to the safety and security, <clears throat> not only did that help, but we'll talk about some of the things that we're doing to ensure that it never happens again. Yeah, so there's things we already had in place that um, the parents know we had in place. And then our quick action mixed with that is why we're still here talking to you today yeah, <laughs> as yeah. school owners. I mean, but then don't think that we did not, as owners, after this in- incident, didn't have some unreal come-to-Jesus takeaways. Right. Because no matter how much we were prepping— we are now, we're in it. We were in the war or whatever because all we were doing was thinking about it before or reading about it at another school. A volleyball coach did this to a student and you read about it and you go, oh, and you know what? I never, ever really thought about the student's friends, the parents. I, I never went deep on what would happen to these families. And then all of a sudden we were in, in the middle of it. So now we know what we're talking about. And so we're going to get into the things that we were already doing. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, some of, a lot of you might be doing a lot of these things, but we're going to talk about it in case you're not. And, and, and then uh, we're going to do the takeaways. Yeah. And we're also, uh, you know, at the end, we're open to we always want to low Tyler and I are like we love to learn and grow as we're trying to push, you know, ourselves to learn and grow and our students, and our teachers. Right. Like Dave Simon. He uses signs and placards. We have like one. Yeah. We probably need like 20. <laughs> he brought that up the other day on one of our on our forums. And uh and uh, he, he puts, they're great. It makes total sense. So things like that. So we love the feedback from you guys too if uh, you have great ideas to keep your students safe and secure. Okay, so Tyler and I, so let's, let's get a little more bright on this. <clears throat> on the good, the good side for most of you is that you hopefully will never have to encounter something like that. But if we put things in place, you can ensure that you're doing the best you possibly can to keep your students safe. So Tyler and I broke it down to three things. Hardware, software, and people. And so we're going to focus on basically what we do from a hardware perspective, from oh, a you, software perspective. That's so nice. You used people. my points. I know. I like that. Uh, we had all these other ones. And then. Yeah. You know, Tyler and I. I'm um, the master of dumbing it down. Well, and with, the, well with, the, <laughs> with this topic, our concern was, you know, that there's so many things to talk about. So we want to keep it. So let's start with hardware. How do we. Uh, hardware. Uh, Tyler, go ahead, because you are so awesome at this. Talk about the hardware that we have at our school to keep the school safe. Um, and a little background. I am uh, security and safety are also not just something we do at the school. It is literally my hobby. Right. I, it's, it's built into me. I have a passion for it. I think since I had my five-year-old and two-year-old, it's gotten even more intense. And so I, um, I really think about it a lot and apply lots of things and read a lot. And, um, and friend, I'm friends with many law enforcement officers, things like that. So, um, so, but one thing I always did before I was super into it was my mom was a CFO at a private school. So I did some basic stuff, live scan and some cameras. I said, well, the technology, even eight years ago, you could get a camera at Costco and a live scan was 70 bucks. And so I filed it with the um, city, had it on file, and I got my in-home license. And here I was, still long-haired from touring with my band, with our band. And uh, kids are coming to my house in the historic district of Los Rios. And it's like, I don't know if I would have brought my kid to that guy, you know? So I put some things in place so that they couldn't second-guess me. And so then we just multiplied that once we got our buildings. So we had, then we had eight cameras, camera in every single office, plus the lobby, and the back hallway. Then we expanded to another building and got eight more cameras, but those were using DVRs. 
Now there's even better technology, which right. allowed us to create a software company that's unbelievable. And Nest, who Google just bought, Nest cameras are unreal. Yeah, they are so easy to use and um, so they give high you, res. They give you really great alerts to your phone. Yeah, I can tell. It tells me if a dog's barking or if there's an unusually loud sound. Yeah. And at a rock school, there's all sorts of unusually loud sounds, but it starts to recognize them. And if there's an even more unusually loud sound, like gunshot or falling over, uh, if something falls over and slaps the ground, it emails me that. Yeah. So uh, unbelievable tech to, to secure our kids. And it's, it is affordable. Um, even if you just get one. So cameras are one thing we do. And, and let's, let's be clear. If, if a crisis never enters your lives, that's our ideal. But For seven and a half years, a crisis never entered our life. Yeah. Per, you, it almost felt like it wasn't going to after a while. The term that, uh, the term that came to my mind, Tyler, is like they say, you know, you hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Right. And, and, so, and, and complacency will kill you. And, and at worst case, you know what the cameras do is the cameras uh, provide a level of you know, they help up the ante on trust. And that's really right. with our community. They kind of f- create a, a pseudo integrity because yeah. the kids and everybody like, let's say worst case scenario, there's a kid that just has to steal a pen every time he's in Rite Aid. <laughs> and well, you know what? He's probably not going to do it there because right. we have cameras everywhere. And, um, and so it's just one of those things. It's, and if you're an it's indi- a deterrent. Yeah. And if you're a solo uh, teacher, then what Tyler had said where he put one in his own house just to allay any fears the families may have had, I think that's really powerful. And so if you're a solo teacher, just know it's a great idea. Also, I know some of you um, te- go into you know students' homes and things like that. Um, what we'll, actually oh, let's hold talk, on. Let's why use... did I why else did I put that camera in there? What am I totally a freak about? I had 90 grand in gear from the band yeah, in the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. So now all of a sudden everybody knows I'm teaching there. My gear is more known. Gear gear is easy to fence. Bad people like to steal gear. So not only did the parents get this cool thing, well, I felt super comfortable because I could access it and look at the gear on my phone or get alerts. Yeah, so it killed two birds, Yeah, right? so it protects your business. Yeah, it protects, which is the security side. So right. we're looking for safety for the students and security for our businesses. So right. between the two, it killed two birds with one stone. So that's one of the hardwares. One of the other things that we have at our school is we have the... Uh, the password. Oh yeah. Well, after the San, Dar- the door locks. after the San Bernardino shooting out near us, um, it just, um, I'm all, like, I, I'm a mother hen at this, at, at the school. I decided uh, to look into getting commercial key code, uh, pin code door locks. So what we've done, and then I found out they were a little more, uh, luckily our landlord helped me make payments on them. And, uh, <laughs> uh because for two locks, um, it was about 1600 bucks, um, but it was the best thing we ever did. We don't have a front desk, and we don't allow walk-ins with our business model. It's appointment-only, kind of boutique-style, makes us seem more interesting and whatever. And uh, so there's two, there's two codes, teachers and owners and, uh, and our janitor and a couple of our good friends that are also help maintain, maintain the uh, properties. Uh, they have a special code that is enabled 24 hours a day. They type that code in, unlocks. They also, and we'll get to this in a second, they have their own individual alarm code that logs who came in on the alarm pad as well. So then the students and the parents, they have a separate code that the teachers, when the last student leaves, disables the student and parent code. Because I do do not want students jamming in the middle of the night. 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They wouldn't know the alarm code. But you get the point. We just we shut it down, and the teachers have this safe place to be. Their bands rehearse in our rehearsal rooms, things like that. It's a pretty neat club atmosphere. Yeah. So that, the no walk-in situation, it allows parents to feel like they can maybe come uh, 20, 30 minutes late to pick up their teenager, uh, if they're at Costco a little longer or whatever. It's safe. We have fast internet and a safe environment for the kids to be in. Yeah, and, and we know that some of you have some amazing stores and you've got you know storefronts with personnel and stuff like that protecting the storefront. Fabulous. Right, and you may um, and the, the, you you can disable that too. Or maybe this door lock doesn't fit your business model. It's it's totally fine. We're just telling you what we do yep. and how it works so, really, really so well. So now both of our buildings have those key codes on them. The kids know the codes. So it's what's kind of neat too is that in this environment, because the parents know that their kids are safe, you'll literally see the parents drive up, the kids Get out, grab their instrument, put in the code, go in the door, disappear. The parents smile, drive away. Yep. They don't even pull into park. So that way they, they feel, wow. Okay. Now, we have our few parents that love hanging out because our lobby's awesome. And <laughs> you know, all parents are different. Sure, so. sure. But, that, but I like seeing I think there's that. one parent uh, I've telling. never seen in three years. Right. Because he travels all the time. If you, I don't know if he's real. If you, when you know that your kids are safe, then, then it's a great environment. Okay. Right. So um, we've talked about the door locks. We've talked about the cameras. Let's go ahead and talk about uh, alarms. If you guys don't have an alarm. We, we use ADT. Uh, I, I, there's, the Nest has new alarms. There's all sorts of stuff out there. I've had ADT. We've had ADT since uh, 2011 when we got the building. So we just kind of stay. And they have what's called Pulse. And the alarm pad, uh, you have a login, and you can assign passcodes to every single person with their names. And then you get a text message and an email of who is in first and who is out last, whoever disables and enables the alarm. And you know who if something broke or if something was left unlocked or if the, the heater wasn't or the air conditioning was left on in summer, which costs me like hundreds of dollars, <laughs> I can see the last person who locked up was and i can send them a nice little friendly reminder email and, and it's just really really informative to know that and there's there's multiple countermeasures too if you have you know an excess of seven hundred and fifty thousand to a million dollars in gear like we do since we're a full recording studio and all that stuff there we have insurance and all that but like we even have countermeasures that if someone cuts the power to the block we're still in business and uh, so it depends on how big or how little. There's custom security for every type of business. Yeah, and and uh, the last thing about the alarms, I think that that what you just mentioned to point out, accountability is one of the biggest things. You guys, the more accountability measures you have, the more systems you have in place, then the, then the more we as business owners can relax because we feel like okay, good, our people are protected. So we have those accountability. So we have alarms, doors. Uh, cameras. Let's get into the next thing, which we talked about, which is uh, software. So we talked about hardware. Right, hardware is done now. Uh, so well, oh, I'm sorry. One more thing. I don't. I think uh, Dave Simon's signs that would count as hardware. Yeah, yeah. So signs is a good one. He also mentioned earplugs. I like that. Yeah, um, uh, safety, and that's like physical safety. And we'll get into that later too. But uh, earplugs. Uh, if your kids are in loud environments, they need earplugs. And if ours forget their earplugs, we make them go into the bathroom and get toilet paper and shove it in their ears, and uh, they hate that. And well, so, well, and and. and uh, Bob Swinton uh, said that, you know, he because he teaches mostly acoustic 
And he said he actually wants his kids to listen more, so he doesn't want earplugs. So we know that not. Yeah, one- he's a classical <laughs> guitar teacher. Not one size fits all. If Bob's listening, how you doing, Bob? Bob's <laughs> one of our uh, um, Florida teachers that uses TeacherZone.com, and he's he's one of our first <laughs> teachers ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, we all have a lot to learn from Bob. He's been teaching over thirty years. Yep. So, anyways, um, we're let, newbies. Let's get into software because there's all sorts of neat things in place out there, but. I think this brings us into software kind of brings us into the idea of communication. By the way, there's good software and there's bad software. And I don't mean the one I like more is good and the one I don't like is bad. No, I'm talking about illicit and um, inappropriate communications through softwares such as Instagram, Snapchat, things of that nature. So we're not going to really get into that. We all, all of you know that the, the dangers of that and all, what's going on. And it is an epidemic. Even the Facebook, the president of Facebook even said our job back in the day was to get people to access us and look at us as many minutes in the day as possible. Yep. And now we're rethinking that. So if we're trying to make sure that we're creating a, a secure environment, one of the biggest parts of a modern, you know, modern technology is this commu- communication component. And so whether it's, yeah. And By the way, we built the business with Facebook. Yeah. I mean, Our no, band's I, following was big enough to start kind of accessing them. We used Facebook to grow the school. We aren't anti-social media by any stretch. We love social it. media is a very, very powerful medium. Um, in the context of this, safety uh, and security. Of this talk, safety and security, we feel it's important for minors with regard to our business to not be communicating with the business through social media. And what we mean by that is the all the DMs and the private messaging and all the things. Yeah, what uh, we do not, we have a policy where our teachers, our staff, they cannot send a solo communication of any kind electronically. Um, oh, I don't, or even run a freaking piece of paper. I never thought about that. <laughs> the old school way. But uh, it is uh, there is literally you will be terminated immediately if you send an individual. Uh, without the mom on there or another director, um, uh, there has to be a witness on that electronic communication or they're fired. Period. No questions asked. We've been very clear and our instructors get it and they're actually excited about it because right. they, they know that it's important. And they also know that we're crazy and we love building things. And we've also in the last uh, two and a half, three years have had an unbelievable chat and communication portal created that we created ourselves to counteract all of these uh, to give us solutions for all of these Absolutely. concepts. So one, one of the important things that we utilize um, our, our software that we build TeacherZone for, and, uh, and in all fairness, there's plenty of things out there that you all can utilize. Um, but one of the, let's just explain what we do. Number one, our, when it comes to the communication side, our instructors can only communicate with their students inside of TeacherZone or in person. Right. So if they're in person, they have cameras and all that in the building. Or through Teacher Zone, the parents have their own portal to access the communications and see what's going on to help monitor for safety. And then so do we as administrators. So it's a super safe environment for them to have fun, talk. I can't believe how many- You can even send files back and forth. Uh, there's group chats yeah. for, the, for the performance groups. There's one-on-one mentor chats for the private teachers. Um, they send homework in two days before their next lesson that's already finished. Their challenge videos are already done, which and I all mean, the, all, all the practice stuff. assignments and everything are assigned internally to help make sure that there aren't outside communications going to the students that aren't controllable and viewable with historical record. Right. It's imperative that we give the families the peace of mind 
And the way we can do that is by giving them access to all those communications. So in and our it case, saves us time. Oh. We don't have parents wondering what's happening, when when are things happening, what's going on, how's Johnny doing. They can still we have those interactions with them. We love our families, but they're paying top dollar to get high-end music education coaching happening. So this helps us coach more and keep the kids safe at the same time. 100%. So that's one thing in communication. The other thing I believe that's important is uh, for attendance. And this segues with communication yeah. because the way we take attendance immediately, if if there's there's a couple choices in teacher zone, and all so all the Los Rios Rock School teachers, many teachers across the country, they are in their user interface, their, their teacher dashboard. And as soon as a student arrives, they click on the student's face in the software. And the first box they see is attendance. And they get to have uh, attended, uh, student cancel if they canceled, teacher canceled, and no show. If, in fact, no show is selected, it's, right, it's on our development servers now. Next week, when no show is selected and hits saved, that means that 16-year-old that's driving now and all of a sudden isn't at the school for their lesson, it will immediately text message and email the directors of the school and the parents at the same time. Because we, you know, we in a, um, our adherence to safety, it was really important to us on this no-show aspect. You know, when you have a no-show, and if especially, um, I mean, it's important for all students but especially in the case of minors, we want to make sure that that student's safe. We don't want to be negligent, and we want to take it a little further. Mm -hmm. It's not just cover your ass, folks. Excuse my French. We want to care about our communities. Um, go a little bit further. Don't just do it for the bottom, the bottom of the barrel or the baseline uh, care for your, your students' security. I, we, let's not patronize these children. These children are our future. So if we take it a little further than just going, oh, well, they're not here. We better make a mark. We can take it further and let people know and have it be an asset. What if they did get in a car accident? Can we help? Can yeah. we let, can we be, can, what if they're bleeding out on the side of the road? Can we alert someone sooner? Yeah, it's, it's uh, like an Insta alert via SMS and email to And I everyone. know that was intense, the whole bleeding out thing. But come on, like they're kids. Like well, why, why, let's err on the side of caution. Yeah, we want to be as proactive as humanly possible. Um, we talked to a lot of school owners, uh, you know, around the world. And a lot of folks, Tyler, are not yet taking attendance. And one of the things that we described that was actually an aha for us, because three years ago, we weren't taking attendance either. And one of the things that's been a real eye opener for us is, you know, um, we thought we knew who was in the building when. And attendance has really brought that to a deeper level. Right. And also, we also thought we knew that all the teachers were doing this standard thing, all the same, all 12 of our teachers. And what we found out was one teacher was making up lessons that the kids were missing, which we don't do at our school, and and scheduling all these reschedules and then rescheduling his lessons, and uh, it was a nightmare. We, all of a sudden, we had billing issues. We had parents who wanted to quit and said, hey, we're quitting. We're like, hey, you owe us another month. They're like, no, we don't. He owes us makeup. And I'm like, what? So all of this, instead of taking it personally and wanting to go choke someone out, we built a system, and it solved it.
I ha- I have no issues anymore. Yeah, and it, what it does is it it ta- it also um, basically lets us feel have a little bit more peace of mind, and it also gives the student historical record. So what I love about the fact of taking attendance, this is one last point on this issue, is if you can think about how special it is for the families, you can give yearly summaries for how many lessons they've had and lessons they've had and how many minutes they practiced and all that kind of stuff. But think about you know at our school we average almost four years uh, retention. And so we have kids that are going off to college. They can now start to utilize those numbers, those attendance numbers and, and learning numbers on their resumes. You know, I've had 114 lessons over the last number of years, um, you know, X amount of hours and so on and so forth. So th- these tools can be very powerful for the safety and security, but also for the general well-being and for just in- encouraging their future. So, all right, that's software. So um, communication is the big one for us, communication and attendance. So as we get into people, by the way, the, the attendance is really helpful for payroll, for our payroll reports, in this, which is in the system, too. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, if anybody out there, if you have admins or run schools or whatever, oh, my gosh, the, the amount of minutes or hours I used to spend every two weeks to get payroll ready, um, it, it's, uh, that attendance solves it. It just ties it all together. And if you have these conversations with your instructors, if you're struggling on any issues, number one, feel free to reach out to us. We love you know talking about this kind of stuff. Hey, oh, by the way, when we do attendance and the teachers are now know it's part of our culture mm. and it's a system, they are now our first line of defense. Right. We have an automated – it's almost like we have a drone in the military that's just patrolling because every one of those 12 teachers we have, is teacher zone is open. And the attendance is being taken as soon as that child attends. And so, therefore, there's a net. We have a safety net. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, it makes, uh, I got to say, by having everything internal, it really makes the students feel like they're part of something bigger, too. Because you got to realize the students aren't with you guys. They're not with our instructors and ourselves most of the time. But the fact that they have an internal communication portal where they can feel tethered to our schools. Right. It's huge. Yeah, our kids are chatting with their friends throughout the week uh, about music and the next songs for the shows and all that kind of stuff. And even if we only get 20 minutes in our system a night from them, plus they're practicing and them hitting the practice timer and, you know, our system back does all of that, too. We have kids now using software for good. Right. And not for mind-numbing, bad bullcrap. As we're segueing out of software, the lot, yeah, Tyler, you mentioned that Sean, the ex-president of Facebook, and he was just talking about how deliberate they were in capturing all of our attention. And it's Um, it's working now. Yeah, it's working. It's it's, it's a problem. I have to put my phone down. So the distraction issue is big. I'm holding my phone right now. (laughs) The distraction issue is big. I'm swiping. (laughs) What I want to make sure that everybody understands is that because we're vying for attention, you guys want we want to be able to be in that conversation when our students aren't with us because that means we're actually giving them good things to think about and not some of this horrible stuff that's going on. Oh, media. and we didn't mention earlier um, the chat system we use. The reason we made it the way it is, uh, nothing in the chats can be deleted unless we call our programmers <laughs> and tell them to go into a certain chat. Uh, and only Chris and I can do that and say, hey, we need to delete this, which we'll never do. So that we there's not even a function in the software that lets chats between adults and minors or adults and adults. If they're adult students, they can never be deleted. Yeah. And that's an important component in your security is just doing your best. To it allows sure. them to have fun. You got to have historical record and all that. Yeah. And, and at the How, end- how's your teenager? Does he delete things? <laughs> See what I mean? The, 
I don't know for any of you that have teenagers out there, just know and we, um, that that they they send a text or send a snap or whatever it is and purge it instantly. Like it's part of their It's their culture. The it's what they do. The way their finger works is send delete. Delete is part of it. Yeah. Right. So here at least here there there's a reprieve and they have friends they love because they're doing extraordinary things with music together or they love their teacher, whatever. And there is no delete. Right. It may, I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's one of the most brilliant ideas we've ever had in our lives. <laughs> I'm just going to say that right now. It is helping so much. Well, well, you know, and, and, and we're always a work in progress to try and figure out better ways to help with everyone's attention. So we love working with all you guys. Um, it's so much fun every day talking together and, and mind sharing. Um, so t- let's get to the last topic and then we'll, we'll end today. Hopefully you guys are learning a little bit from what, we've experienced and what we implement in our school. The last thing is personnel. And if you're a, if you're a solo teacher, then take this as more things that you can do to apply trust to your business and uh, for you music or, or well, there's uh, two, there's two. I just thought other of this studio and it's owners. part of the takeaway is the, is the, is the personnel and then our students and families themselves. And, but that's more of the takeaway we learned after the darkest day of Los Rios that we told about. Right. So we'll kind of segue. We'll do people, personnel our personnel and then we'll jump right into the takeaway that of things that we have learned to do extra beyond all of the things we just told you were already implemented when the dark day happened there's a couple of things we learned uh that we're going to do moving forward as well so with personnel the very first thing um that i have to say whether it's uh personnel or your your families and students is we talked about transparency uh, you've got to talk to everybody. You've got to, you know, make sure that that people understand risks and that people understand um, what's going on, when, and who's happening, where, and all that good stuff. So, starting with our instructors, we actually have a really great relationship. Um, we do have all of our instructors as employees, and we do what. Uh, one thing we do is when you're onboarded, we tell you all our different processes. We have contracts that outline all the different duties. Um, we have band director contracts uh, if you're leading one of our live groups. And basically, a and then lot- we have management contracts too for our, our, high, our directors that are high management. Right. And so, from a personnel perspective, it's one of the ways that we ensure that everybody's on the same page. So, that's the first part of personnel. And Make by the way, sure- that was after four and a half years of us. It was the Wild West. And all I was doing was I had a culture in my mind and some values, and I would just verbally or physically show that I wanted it all done. And it was very taxing. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, that, <laughs> and it wasn't fair to them. They didn't even know half the time, little, little details. So it's so nice to have those. Yeah. I mean, uh, Nietzsche said that, you know, people typically, um, you know, aren't arguing about the topic. They're arguing about the tone and the problem with trying to do everything verbally all the time is that sometimes you're not telling it in the best way folks. And by having everything in writing, by being clear, by constantly reiterating it, communication is key with personnel because you want to make sure that people understand your processes, your procedures and don't back down. If you're trying to grow your business, I don't care if you have one instructor or, or um, several locations, it's very important as leaders that we, you know, implement whatever we deem important for security and safety for everybody. So with personnel for us, it's the contract stuff like that. Um, what's another way? Um, I guess our monthly meetings. Right. We have staff meetings once a month because they are employees. Um, uh, that's why we decided to have employees instead of contractors. And uh, and during those meetings, we touched on the state of the school, the state of the live performance program, the state of their rosters. Uh, we do some takeaway stuff um, in regards to uh, – 
reminders about what it was like when we were first learning and what made us excited about music. And, right. and, and it helps the new teachers especially. And then the old teachers that have been here for five-plus years go, oh, yeah, I can, I, can re- well, I can renew my mind on that and do that again because yeah, that works. That, kind of, that creates a culture. And, uh, Tyler, one of the things we talked about the other day in our meeting was this idea of peak moments. So we asked the instructors, what are ways we can actually create more peak moments in our school and in our culture? And one of the instructors raised his hand, and he said, one of my biggest peak moments was the very first song I learned. We're like, yeah. Of course. That's a major peak moment. So we're trying to figure out in our school, how can we celebrate that? Yeah, Chris and I had like 30 other peak moments in mind, like our concerts and all this stuff. And (laughs) he said the most basic one of all time, and it was like, duh. Yeah. (laughs) So the staff meetings help us. It gets us to become close. It allows us to go deep with our teachers because our teachers, we are like a family and sometimes dysfunctional a little, and, uh, but whatever, family nonetheless. But when we're close and we're renewing our relationships by meeting up in different ways, which they also do with their students as well, by the way, every quarter um, or every lesson, depending on the teacher, um, we secure our culture. Yep. All right. So on the personnel side, the one last thing I would say that we do on that is um, I know a lot of you have all sorts of different neat systems. um, But for us, we do the quarterly, the progress reports. Right. And it's a way for our teachers to connect to the students. Um, We're working on ways to automate that for us. If you're if you're new to it, one of the easiest ways to do it is it just we created uh, the first time we did it. We created a Google Web form. And you just um, sit there, and, the, and whether you have the families answer it, if you're, if you're doing a questionnaire to parents, or if the teachers are doing progress reports with their students, they can sit there and answer for while they're almost like you're uh, you know, having an interview with your student. But it allows us quarterly to sort of take the temperature and make right. sure that everybody's... Are you learning what you want to learn? Yeah. Are we leaving anything out? Right. Because at our school, they see their friends all of a sudden doing a different instrument, and they're like, hey... <laughs> and they might not be vocal enough to raise their hand and say, I really would like to dabble in some of this or whatever. So we have to constantly ask. Our kids look at us and they just think, for the most part, we are God's gift to music and their lives. And so the, sometimes they won't speak up. We have to teach them how to speak up, which gets the relationship more in depth and deep, mm. which allows them to feel safer and allows them to speak to you. Yeah, that authenticity, that transparency, that's important for all of us because the more authentic we are, the more that our students will be authentic back. They won't have to feel like they're they're having to be so guarded. Right. So that's all right. So right. that's what we so do. All, all of these things which we just talked, many of them were in place before the dark day of Los Rios. Right. And the, the reason we've still grown another 12 to 13 students since August is because our families know without the shadow of a doubt that the people they tell about us, that we have, we do everything in our power to make sure that it is safe. And by the way, those inc- when you read that article, if you look it up, every incident that happened that was sexual assault was at the victim's homes. And it never happened on school. You know why? It couldn't happen at our school. Right. It was text messages, electronic direct messages and then eventual friends with the parents and then over for dinner and then let me teach you guitar and then we found out from some of the parents i never heard the guitar playing 
And that's what happened because we tightened our school up so tight. That's the way it had to happen, as unfortunate as it is. So everything you've heard up until right now, now we're going to discuss what we do with our families now to make them more aware and have even more eyes and ears informed about a topic as hard as this. So when we first have a conversation with our families, we have sort of a vetting process. At our school, we try to talk families out of coming. What I mean, <laughs> he, don't take that the wrong way. And we, we kind of joke about that, but we do. Um, we are very selective about how you even get a hold of us. We do not at LosRiosRockSchool.com. You can look all over it. It's very informative, but there is no price. So tire kickers, they don't call. And we're fine with that. We're not for everybody. The ones who do call, they dial our cloud phone system. Oh, this is kind of software and hardware. Yeah. So grasshopper.com, it's our cloud phone system. All my teachers have an extension, and it forwards to their uh, cell phones. It's really cool. And when you press 1, it's for enrollment and information. You can dial it and check it out if you want, uh, 949-456-1081. Um, and uh, it even has our band's music as the whole music. It's great. <laughs> so, um, But then if you press 2... That says if you are already an enrolled family at Los Rios Rock School and have an emergency, press 2. That system then round robins to all the director's cell phones until someone picks up. That is, unbe- that is unbelievable. And it lets you know when you pick up, uh, call for extension 2. Well, you don't hit 2 to send it to voicemail. Right. I, I might hit extension 700 every single time because i'm busy because that's my extension but when i hear extension two i pick up and i say rock school urgent line how can i help you and uh so that's really really big what are some of the calls that we've had on that i know we've had uh you know everything from car Um, car accidents uh, yeah my 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 kid uh he got sick and um so on and so forth and um and they just needed to let the teachers know right away. We also have the absent at losriosrockschool.com email that literally emails every single employee in the school. Right. And uh, so that happens. But the urgent lines, um, we also had one say where the mom was stuck. She could not get out of L.A. And uh, we had to uh, arrange for another ride. So uh, things like that. So that's great. Um, but there was another reason I was bringing all this up. So, so knowing that they can get a hold of us. So mm-hmm. we, we were talking about basically our vetting process to oh, security. Oh, so th- back to that. So no price on the website. They, they press one for um, uh, they press one for information enrollment. That still goes to Chris Bates and myself. We have yet to build a system on the very, very front of the sales funnel because uh, we like to handle that. And we describe it to mom and pop. And if they like the price and they like the sound of the program, then we set up the mandatory 30-minute tour with the owners. And I do think, Tyler, we've talked about this before, so I don't want to bore anyone that's heard it. But I will say one thing about the tour is that all the stuff we've talked about earlier on this podcast with regard to the cameras and the doors. and the Is either on the phone call or talked in the tour. Or both. Or both, right. right? And so and the reason we're bringing this up it lets like-minded families that appreciate, and that's why our retention is over three and a half years per student from six to 20 years old, Right, is because of all of this and because we like healthy rosters. So on that tour, and you may have heard this before, but if you're new, at the end of the 30-minute tour, which is designed for the child, and we tell the parents this, we tell the, parent, we tell the child, hey, there's only one rule for membership. Thank you so much for coming on the tour. But the only rule, we have one rule, are you okay with rules? And they say something funny. And then I say, the only rule is that you have to want to be here for you and no one else. And I say it right in front of their parents. Not mom, not dad, 
This is custom tailored for you. And you cannot decide today. You have to go home and sleep on it. If you wake up tomorrow morning and all you can do is think about us, tell mom she already knows what to do because we talked. And that is part of our culture and community. And that's how we grow. It's our last way of letting the parents know that we put their students first. And because we put the students first, then, you know, that precursor stuff we did with regard to safety and security helps them go. All right. I think think this is a great environment. It's the perfect storm. And plus everything else. And we're always trying to make it better. But one of the things, Tyler, um, on this topic, to end this tour topic, but on, on this one of the other things that I've been doing lately, and 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 uh, I know we've both had this experience when we're walking around touring. And, uh, but, and by it, the way, I don't mean to interrupt, but this is a process we've been doing for eight years. Right. This is not the final takeaway. Chris and I are going to that that is going to be our last Easter egg of the show. So go on. So um, the bottom line is that when we're touring and we're showing them all this stuff, most of our teachers will uh, screens can be seen because they all have their own offices. And the screens could be seen as you're walking around. And so the other day, for instance, when I was touring the screens, um, teachers, they they all had teachers on up and it allowed me to then talk about all the things we just talked about with attendance and with communication and with all that kind of stuff. Right. So they're leaving our school with a great sense of great. Okay. Awesome. The music lessons that actually, um, let us know what's going on and and make us feel safe. Right. And, and we did. Um, so anyways, that, that, uh, I think we've covered personnel, software, hardware, right. Um, the darkest day in Los Rios rock school history. Yeah. And, and now how we move forward and into the future is just to constantly try and get better. Right. And to let our families know that, you know what, this is important to us. Right. And one of the things that we saw in our, crisis point and hopefully y'all don't have crisis at your, at your schools and yeah businesses. hopefully that never happens to you ever but you know it's life um i know for some of you uh we there, ha- there's evil in the world well, i'm sorry we, there just is yeah and we have but we have you know some of our our schools um have had like soco and some of our schools have had trouble with the fires up north right or some of our schools you know in the gulf have had trouble with all the hurricanes and everything like that crisis is still something that we're all going to have to contend with in some fashion. Right. So the better that we're all prepared for that, and that's something that we didn't get into here, um, but it's something to think about as well, which would be like you know earthquake preparedness for us in California. Or right. Hur- or or active, active shooter training, things like that. Right. And yeah. There, and there's, yeah. there's, uh, there's places you can call in your immediate areas, and we can, we're going to be looking that up too that will get you trained on those things. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And, but and, uh, we do want to cover this last thing. So we have big meetings with our students. And the one thing we didn't do prior to the darkest day of Los Rios Rock School history is we created the ultimate program where the kids trust and feel safe at all times. And they trusted everyone, even this particular instructor that was fired and then arrested 11 months later. So... If the kids are coming in, the parents and the kids are so trusting because of what we just described to you. What can we do and what have we started to do since that can help them know that there is a reality and that they have a safe place to report to or talk to in regards to our directors and instructors? So when we have them in big groups and we launch our new season and we talk about the state of the school and how we're going to improve and how good last show was and there's 100 kids in there we're going to be talking about if in fact you see bullying 
which they know there's zero tolerance for bullying. If you see any drug use or hear of any drug use or whatever, it needs to be, we have a zero tolerance for that. And we actually had to get rid of a student a while back and people heard about that. We got more students. We, we, we don't put up with that. It's there's, there's no room. There's 3 million people in Orange County. We can have 250 kids that want to do what's right. Um, so number three that we're going to add is if there's any inappropriate or things that make you feel uncomfortable from an adult to a kid or a kid to a kid in regards to physical touching or any sort of context uh, verbally or anything. Gossip is poison. Right. Not just gossip, too, but also just assault. Like inappropriate. No, no. What you're talking about is very, very serious. Right. I was just lightening we up a little have, bit. The, it's like, it's like uh, the kids need to be aware that there's all sorts of potentials that they also can help us police. Right, right. And we're not trying to. We do not promote tattletale city. That's not what it is because we have a lot of trust there. Yeah. What we do promote is that hey, this thing happened. Our community now knows it happened, and here's how we're going to help each other. Um, keep things even safer together rather than then just be blindly and naively trusting our school because it's so badass and that's what was happening before and now they can just be a little bit more aware and know that we're a team yeah so you know i think uh the big takeaway here there's lots of little nuggets hopefully um is we all should continue to mind share about the latest and greatest ways to keep our students safe to keep our environment secure and we also need to make sure we're educating our families and educating our instructors and our employees on all the latest and greatest on the things that we're doing. And lastly, just make sure that everything remains a very supportive environment and a very authentic, transparent environment. Yep. Authenticity is key and uh, it's refreshing. And um, yeah, that's why uh, if you go back to our original podcast with Danny Thompson about brand and purpose, mm. it's, all, it's all part of it. Purpose, something bigger than us. These kids, th- their future, who they're going to be, how they're going to remember us, right. the lives we're changing is bigger than our freaking bottom line. Well, if you're just teaching, you know, in today's day and age, there's a lot of ways that we can learn. But our roles, regardless of what type of, uh, of performing arts school you have, our roles are not just as teachers. They're as coaches and mentors. And by the way, a little hint, people pay more for coaches and mentors than they do teachers. Yep. And so from a business standpoint, it makes great sense to care more, to invest more, to you know do more things to help with their overall success, not just the success on this one technique or, or thing. Right. So. Yeah, that's why it's it's been so fun. And last year alone, we had, I think, seven kids go to music colleges. And there's nothing in our curriculum that says, hey, you should go to music college. We were just having fun learning music at a high level. And um, they were inspired, and inspired enough to, to want to. Yeah, do they so wanted cool. to do it. It yeah. was really awesome. And that was the most kids we had graduated once. And, you know, we're still a new company. We're, you know, in our eighth year um, but uh, or in, in we're almost to year eight. And uh, it was wonderful to see that. And it's just really cool. So we're so glad you guys joined us. Um, sorry it was such an intense topic, but we're hoping that you realize how important of a topic it is. And um, and I'm sure we missed a bunch of stuff. So whatever we missed, let us know so we can all keep having this dialogue between one another. Yeah, uh, The Teacher Zone on Facebook. The Teacher Zone is a private group. If you're not in it already, 
uh, send a request. We'll, we'll get you in there. And if you are in there already, we'll post the podcast in there and we'll do some discussion and, uh, and, and we'll see what you think about all this. And we'll start preparing the next podcast and get you some uh, valuable nuggets out there in the next uh, couple of weeks as well. So again, Thank you so much, Chris, for sitting down and, and, and getting through this with me. Yeah, thank you, Tyler. This, uh, you know, this is Tyler and I paced quite a bit uh, before we turned the recording on because, you know, obviously it's a topic that's hard to address. But you know what, you guys, um, we've taken on some very special and some very important work in working with our students. So it's important that we address these hard issues. All right. So uh, without further ado, we're going to let you guys go. And uh, we will see you next time on The Teacher Zone with Chris and Tyler. Thanks, everybody. Take Bye, care. Bye, Tyler.